0: Enjoy this
1: flyover clip. The prophet's ministry is. Remember when Nathan came to? Well, you don't remember it, but you've read it when <laughs> Nathan came to, to David, and David had <laughs> sinned and so forth. And mm-hmm. and I want you to notice something. Now, now, this is going to make I know it, it makes people upset about it, but but I want you to notice that David. Uh, the priest, uh, the the pastor, evangelist, teacher, so forth, they didn't just walk into David's court. You you just don't find them Mm -hmm. walking into his court like that. He talked to them, he conversed with them, and they had input in his life. But a prophet, Samuel, Nathan, they went straight to his face. They constantly went straight to his face. And the reason being is because of this. It's because a prophet is the officer of is an officer of the court of heaven, mm-hmm. and a prophet will bring the court of Jehovah into the realm of political kings, so that God can try them there. Mm-hmm. And so Nathan came to David and said, "Let me tell you this story." And he said, "There's a man in your kingdom who has one little ewe lamb." Remember the story? Mm-hmm. And he said he treats them like a like it's one of his children. And then there's a and he's poor, but there's a rich man in your kingdom who has many flocks and herds. But when he had a guest come, he killed the the poor man's one little ewe lamb. Mm-hmm. And David, being a shepherd, it infuriated him, and he said that man should die. This should happen, and he he'll restore fourfold, and this man should die. And the prophet looked at David. He brought the court of heaven into David's presence. Not so the prophet could try him, Mm -hmm. so that God could try him. And he brought him into the court of heaven and said, Thou art the man. And David looked at him and said, I have sinned before Mm -hmm. the Lord, and he confessed it before the Lord. And immediately mercy was granted to him. So a prophet is an officer of the court of heaven that gets to touch kings, Mm -hmm. that gets to go in and speak to kings. But now that puts them in a dangerous spot at times. Uh, Notice John the Baptist dealt with a king. He was a fraudulent king, but he dealt with him. Mm -hmm. Jesus Mm -hmm. sent word to Herod. Jesus dealt with Pilate uh, Jeremiah dealt with, with, uh, um, the king, you have, um, Isaiah dealt with Kings. You have Hezekiah. Remember Mm -hmm. you have Moses dealing with Pharaoh. You have Mm -hmm. Elijah dealing with Ahab and Jezebel. You have all, always a prophet deals with Kings because there's no one higher to appeal to, but heaven, there's no other Mm -hmm. appeal. Men get corrupted by absolute power. And when they do, they become tyrants over the people. And the people cry out, but they have their head in a bag screaming, and there's nowhere to go. So they call out to God and appeal to heaven. And God raises up prophets and says, Speak to the king. Because, and whatever the king says, he will pass his own judgment in the court of heaven. And so, however, that king judges, is the way he'll be judged. And that's why they hate prophets. Mm-hmm. Rogue kings hate prophets. And because, is that why
0: you talked about Samuel with uh, Saul on Sunday at Church International? And then when he yeah. took the anointing, then he had the anointing and he was taking it yeah. to David that he didn't want Saul to know that he had that anointing or he would that's have killed right. him on the way.
1: That's right. See, because it, you'll notice in in um, it 1 Samuel 15, You get to where Samuel goes to Saul. Now, the Lord had told Samuel to anoint Saul. So Saul was anointed. Now, the office of a king and the anointing to be in that office are two different things. See, if you're in an office of a king and you're not anointed to be in the office of a king, it's too heavy. Mm -hmm. It weighs too heavy on you, and it can drive you mad. Mm -hmm. It can drive you crazy. You know, King George III went crazy. He went crazy because uh, when the the anointing to rule America the way he was doing under his thumb lifted, he couldn't handle the weight of it anymore. And Saul, you know, as soon as the anointing was taken from Saul, Mm -hmm. Saul went crazy. Mm -hmm. The moment he did, because the mantle's too heavy. See, and so Samuel goes to him. And he says, um, the Lord has rejected you from being king. And he turns to walk off and Saul lunges for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he, when a king lunges for a prophet and seeks to grab hold of that prophet like that, and he's trying to control that move. Well, that prophet sent from the court of Jehovah, from the court of Yahweh himself into mm-hmm. the earth. When that anointing comes up on that as a prophet, you reach your hand into that power. You're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Remember, there was one young prophet who went to uh, uh, Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. And he goes to him and tells him about his false altar. He set up and made the people worship an idol because he was afraid the people would go to Jerusalem and worship the true God and would quit being following him and turn and kill him and go back to the rightful King. Mm -hmm. And so this prophet came to him and said that altar, he said that altar there will burn the bones of those that that's offering on it and so forth. And, And he said, this will be a sign to you. the altar will break open and smoke will come out of it. well, uh, Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, stuck his hand out and said, grab him. And his hand withered on his wrist and he couldn't pull it back again. And he begged the prophet, pray for me that my hand be restored. And the prophet did and it was restored. But you stick your hand in that power. Mm-hmm. And so now Saul is being tried for disobedience by Samuel, not by Samuel by God through the mantle of Samuel. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Samuel brings the court of Jehovah into the realm of the king. He tells him what the Lord says. Thus saith the Lord. That's God in his government. Mm -hmm. Thus saith the Lord. He said, you've done this, 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 and this. God has rejected you as being king. This is the pronouncement from heaven. He lunges for him and tears his robe. And when he tears his robe, he looks at him and he says, Samuel said, the Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from you and has given it to a neighbor of yours that is better than you. Whoa. Mm. Well, he had took it from him that, and he said, this day has it been written. This day, he said. Well, did, did Saul leave the throne that day? No. He left uh somewhere between 11 and 14 years later. Wow. But that day is Samuel a false prophet? Nope. No, God forbid. Mm-hmm. God forbid. As the, Wait, you, as uh, you,
2: a, you you've transitioned to something here pretty pretty smooth. I want to bring up because during the inauguration there was a clip and I don't know if we played it with you on the show before or you played it and then we played it outside of that of during the inauguration there was an awkward Moment two of two minutes, two
1: minutes mm-hmm.
2: that you know. Uh, I know you 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 hit it a few times. I, I believe we probably played that clip together on the show with you, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't remember. Because I've saw it several several times. But there was a judgment in heaven at that moment was. for those in, in, involved in that. And we're gonna we have a couple of clips that I want to get to here in a moment of, of of Biden and some things, and get your response as a prophet okay. to to what's happening. But these aren't relegated to Old Testament times. They're now. These things are well, happening now, and there are judgments taking place. And that's the role of the prophet and the, and the need for it in this moment.
1: Well, see, you have to remember there's nothing changed in the political realm. It's still law, mm-hmm. it's still the law. Everything still has to do the same way with kings, politics, and everything. Now, the prophet's role in the body of Christ operates a little differently now. And it's, and the reason being now not so much different, but it's because you and you are the prophets of your own life. Mm. You have a prophetic anointing in you that will tell you things to come. And the, the Holy Ghost can help you and show you things to come because you have an anointing as a king, a priest, and a prophet inside you. Now, You'll notice the Apostle Paul, and a lot of people don't know this, Paul the Apostle traveled with two prophets. It's very clear in Acts he traveled with two prophets. It says they were prophets. And so uh, why would he travel with prophets? And the next thing happens is, remember, a prophet named Agabus comes up to Paul and says, takes Paul's uh, belt around his waist, ties his own hands up with it, and gives an object prophecy and says, whoever owns this belt, they will bind you in Jerusalem if you go. Mm. Now you see the role of a prophet there to a member of the body of Christ is to warn them of something that's coming mm-hmm. that they may not have saw before. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's speaking to another prophetic anointing in you and brings you to a point of decision. You have a decision to make. And Paul said, why do you want to weep and break my heart? He said, I'm not only ready to be bound in Jerusalem, but to die. Paul announced at that moment, I have made the decision to die. I'm not going back. I am going to leave this world, but I'm going to speak to Caesar and that'll be my last thing. And I'm going to leave. He could have stopped. He could have turned around. He could have walked off because the prophet warned him. Mm -hmm. Why would he warn him if the Lord wasn't giving him an opportunity to decide? But he said, I'm ready to go. Elijah did the same thing. See, here's what you have. You have the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Mm -hmm. The teacher cleans out the ear and explains the details. The pastor is married to the church. The evangelist is longer than the others, the other four, and goes between them all. The prophet points the way. But the apostle is the only one that can touch all the other four. And so that's why an apostle will operate in all of these, because it's an establishment ministry. An apostle corrects doctrine and establishes doctrine. A prophet deals with with the courts of heaven, law, the future, um, hope. Uh, He brings not only words from God, but words that the people can speak from God and and start calling into the future. Uh, But none of these can judge the prophet's ministry because the Bible said a man rises or falls to his own master and a prophet is called the servant of the Lord. Mm. And they put Mm. themselves out in a vulnerable position. And when they do, they put themselves out. And here's what happens. A prophet is a warrior. If you think he's not a warrior, look what Samuel did to Agag. Mm -hmm. He said what Saul didn't do, what the king refused to do, the prophet did. Remember, he said, you were supposed to have killed them all. And if he had killed them all, there wouldn't have been Haman in the book of Esther. He said, you have to kill them all. And, And Saul said, I saved the best and saved the king. And Samuel said, bring him out here. And he brought him out there, and the Bible said he took a sword and hewed him in pieces. (laughs) I don't mean he hacked him up. Samuel was skilled with that blade. He whittled the boy down right in front of everybody. I mean, he cut him up, just like an expert swordsman, and then walked off. Can you imagine the comment sections
2: back then?
0: Oh, man. People have been going crazy.
2: He probably got some crazy emails after that.
1: (laughs) Oh, don't you know everybody standing around was aghast at what he did. But he walked off. And so he starts to walk off. Everything's uh, like this. So Samuel was a warrior. Well, here's what a prophet does. It's always religion that attacks prophets. Here's what a prophet does. He takes a blade and fights off the enemy with one hand while he holds back his the own his own family with the other hand and and the they're all gnawing on his arm and he's fighting them off over here. And then only when the enemy falls does everyone look and go, Oh.
0: Oh, he knew what he was doing.
1: Wow. <laughs> well, nobody, you know, a warrior will throw himself between you. And the enemy. Mm. And so the Lord deals with his prophets. And the scripture talks about when a prophet prophesies, let the other prophets judge it. Mm. Not the other others. Because you you don't even, you, you have to understand the mantle
0: mm-hmm.
1: of what's happening. And so That's Samuel huge. goes before. Yeah, it's big. and. And prophets go beyond the light line. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by that is this: take these. Uh, well, take this. Take this cup. Okay. Um, this cup is made up of matter. If so, there's molecules in it that are vibrating. It has a frequency to it. Now, they're not alive. You're not going to come in the morning and find a bunch of baby cups sitting around on the counter somewhere. They're not going to reproduce, but there are moving Mm -hmm. molecules inside this cup. If you could vibrate those molecules in this cup, as it approached 186,000 miles a second, in front of your eyes, this cup would start to shrink. And it would get smaller and smaller. And when it crossed the light line, it would just disappear. You wouldn't see it anymore. And you'd say, man, it disappeared. But if you slowed it back down, it would come right back into view little and then it would come back into view. When it finally made it to this frequency, it would be a cup again that Mm -hmm. you could pick up. Well, this is the way it is in the world of the spirit. God said, let there be our light be. Okay. So there's a light line drawn. Anything above the light line is in his world. Anything below the light line is in your, and my world. Hmm. So the light line, you go above that up here. You know, the Jews used to teach this, the ancient teachers. They said that David could pray things in heaven and they would see things in heaven and he would pray and they would leave heaven and materialize on the earth. They actually teach this. Now a prophet, well, David was a prophet. And a prophet operates there. They they see that, mm-hmm. and they start talking about that in this realm, right? And and that sounds way different than here. But, but then it eventually
0: it, makes its way there. Then, and that, that's yeah, kind of what we're seeing.
1: That's even right. now, do your feet ache and
3: throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from (sighs) MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow Pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66%
2: off.
0: Go. You know the. You know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't
1: thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this,
0: but no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute.
1: God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem mean sacred.
3: And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This
2: is evidence. I have, this country to spread a
1: light to the rest of the world. When you choose go and get the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God.
3: This reawaken tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart.